the world needs accountants and you'll be accountants but you've got to pass the junior course don't fret about it we've been here before we'll tell you all about it on accountant for Welcome to Accounted For, your weekly junior core podcast that accounts for your experiences in real time. We provide you with the student-to-student insider scoop, survival tips, suggestions, and stories all relevant to what you are experiencing each week. I'm your host, Hannah Biesinger from the junior core class of 2020. Imagine you start a new job, just graduated from BYU and are ready to conquer the world. You go to your first meeting, sit down, start chatting with your coworkers, and realize they are just like you. You share some of the same hobbies of outdoor adventures and reading science fiction. You have similar views politically and economically. You all had traditional childhood upbringings and come from a comfortable social status. And you all love what you do for work. This is the dream, you think to yourself. You feel right at home. You feel like you belong. Now, imagine starting a job at the same location. Just graduated from BYU and are ready to conquer the world. You go to your first meeting, sit down, start chatting with your coworkers, and you realize you're nothing like them. You prefer other hobbies and have very different political and economic viewpoints. You grew up in a household that was anything but traditional, and you have had to pave your way into this world, financially and the like. How am I going to live through this nightmare? You think to yourself. You feel like a stranger and you feel like you don't belong. Sit back and think about these two situations for a second. Looking at both, I bet there have been multiple times where you've felt like the majority and many times where you've also felt like the minority. We've all been in both places and because of that can empathize with how hard it can be sometimes. So let's sit down and let's have a real conversation. You've heard so many discussions on belonging and diversity, and if you're like me, you want to do better and be better, to be inclusive and loving, to see others for who they are on the inside. And this brings me to the point of what I hope to leave with you today. I invite all of you to give an extra effort to look beyond. Look beyond the obvious and go deeper. I want to help you to know how. Now, this isn't a comprehensive list of how to see beyond the obvious, but there are five lessons that I have learned, and I hope one or two of them can inspire you to find for yourself what you can do to look beyond. Lesson number one, be in learning mode. Have you ever had those friends that when you meet their parents and their family, you pinpoint exactly why they are the way that they are? I definitely have, and I love it. I love learning what makes someone them. In other words, we are the product of every experience and every interaction that we have. That's pretty incredible if you really think about it. With that comes some beautiful characteristics, and as much as we don't like to admit it, sometimes some ugly characteristics. These can manifest themselves in ignorant comments or insensitive actions, not because you are maliciously trying to attack someone, uh, but because you might not be aware of the hurt that this could cause. I'm reading a book right now called Crucial Conversations. It also happens to be on your book list for critical thinking. And this book discusses how to talk when the stakes are high. And I would say that this practice of initiating a crucial conversation, then following through with it, is the responsibility of both the majority and the minority. A true resolution comes only when both parties are in learning mode, so to speak. This requires both sides to be humble and to be curious. Concerning the majority, be sensitive and read the cues. 
If someone starts to shut down or looks like they're feeling uncomfortable, address it. Ask to learn and be sincere about it. Concerning the minority, have the courage to stand up. I believe you would be surprised at how responsive people are if they know that there is a disconnect. More often than not, they are simply unaware of how their actions may be harmful. But if they were to have an experience that helped them to understand and learn, I reckon they'd do their best to make it better. So be in learning mode and teach one another about your differences. It makes us collectively stronger when we learn to listen so as to understand. Lesson number two, you are not alone. I think this has been shown time and time again, even just on this podcast. Let's look at this in the context of our competence to handle the junior core. How many times has someone mentioned that she or he felt like the only one in the room on orientation day that didn't belong there? Virtually everyone felt that way. And you know the best part? Once someone is vulnerable about it, or has the courage to be vulnerable about it, others feel as though they can be too. Vulnerability truly opens the door to looking and seeing beyond. Brene Brown, a renowned public speaker and researcher, distinguishes between vulnerability and weakness. In fact, vulnerability is anything but weakness. It takes great strength to be vulnerable. Brown defines vulnerability as uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. She illustrates this with several examples in her book, Daring Greatly, when surveying several individuals to finish the sentence, vulnerability is, these are some of the responses she received. Open quote. Vulnerability is sharing an unpopular opinion. Standing up for myself, asking for help, saying no, starting my own business, helping my 37-year-old wife with stage four breast cancer make decisions about her will, calling up a friend whose child just died, saying I love you first and not knowing if I'm going to be loved back, trying something new, getting promoted and not knowing if I'm going to succeed, admitting I'm afraid, stepping up to the plate again after a series of strikeouts, being held accountable, standing up for myself and for friends when someone else is critical or gossiping, asking for forgiveness, and having faith. Close quote. So powerful. Not a single one of these situations shows weakness. Embedded in each one is immense strength. So be the first to speak. Have the courage to be vulnerable and know that when you do, you are not alone. Lesson number three, you could make all the difference. Think about some of your heroes. What makes this person so special to you? I would bet that when asked this same question, someone thinks of you. There are almost 8 billion people living on the earth right now, and yet you thought of several individuals who have made an impact in your life. So be that person. Be the person who stands and supports what is right, even if it's unpopular. It is even better if you can do it in a way that shows respect for all individuals, even the perceived offender. Can you help to point all parties towards truth and demonstrate Christ-like leadership? You have that ability and that power to help. All of you do. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 counsels us to be of one mind, having compassion one of another, love as brethren, and be courteous. Lesson number four, be situationally aware. As I had mentioned at the very beginning, we have all felt like the majority and we have all felt like the minority. This is important because it means we know how that feels. It feels really good to belong, and it can really hurt if you feel like you don't. 
So identify your patterns and lenses and biases and beware of how you can uplift where you stand. Lesson number five, everyone is diverse. In my opinion, diversity can sometimes be so narrowly defined. There is diversity in ethnicity, diversity in culture, diversity in preference, diversity in humor, diversity in career, diversity in thought, diversity in experience, diversity in everything, and most importantly, diversity in everyone. To show this, I've asked several people to share how they are unique and diverse. No names, no identifications, just pure diversity. I grew up in a diverse household with my mom being from Ukraine, so Russian is my first language. I am a part owner in a growing startup. I am a transfer student from Utah State University. I'm a first-generation college student. I am a two-time cancer survivor. I am an identical triplet. I absolutely love 80s rock and roll music. Eight of the ten people in my family did accounting. I am a first-generation law student. I'm a meme enthusiast. I like accounting memes. I play professional ultimate frisbee. Something that makes me unique is that I'm a transfer student and I had never even taken a class in person until the junior court. I'm a stained glass artist. As you can see, diversity goes beyond the surface level. Look beyond and you will see just how diversities can help unite us in an effort for understanding humanity and charity. To bring it all together, I can't help but testify that this is how Heavenly Father designed it to be. He created each one of us to be different, to be diverse. Why would he do that? He he does it with all of his creations. Look at the beauty of the earth, the, the grandeur of the mountains, the power and the depths of the oceans, the landscapes of the continents, the seasons, the weather, all different, yet all needed, appreciated, and beautiful. Now look at all the people around you, including yourself. What makes you diverse? What makes your family and your friends unique? What makes your neighbor, groupmate, roommate, and your professor unique? Recognizing this is overwhelmingly incredible. So look beyond the obvious and choose to celebrate one of the greatest gifts God has given to us, diversity. To reiterate the lessons I've learned, number one, be in learning mode. Number two, you are not alone. Number three, you can make all the difference. Number four, be situationally aware. And number five, everyone is diverse. Your School of Accountancy family wishes you the best as you go about this week. Be sure to tune in next time. And as you go about your junior core experience, just know that you are accounted for. That's all for now. Accounted for. Accounted For is directed and hosted by Hannah Biesinger, music by Shemay and Cassie Budd, engineered and edited by Josh Bauer. This is a reminder that this podcast and what is said on it is in no way an official position or declaration of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Brigham Young University, or the School of Accountancy.